Epic Gumdrop, sweeter than winning the Candyland Regionals. Welcome, I'm James. And I'm Jeff. And there's a lot going on in Board Game Land. All right, let's get to it. Um, this week there was the... Sh- oh, no, this week. I guess it was last week now. I'm getting my weeks all confused because there's a lot going on. At some time in the recent past. It, there was nearly, yeah, this year. Yeah. They announced the Spiel der Jahr uh, nominees. They do that every year. And we had just picked up uh, Machi Koro. Yep. At a game uh, thing we went to down in, in Ferndale. Uh, Lego and Brick and Toy Fair. But Brick and had, Toy Fair, yes. We picked up toys. <laughs> and... Uh, the uh yeah we came home and played that and then they announced that and i was like yeah i see why this is on this it was it was so much fun to go with our, our love of cult express yeah and then that i was like wow those are good choices yes those- i agree I, this is the first time i played two of the three yeah nominees and then it doesn't sound like anybody's played the game so that's no i felt didn't feel so bad about that no you want to do the german name of it spiel so lang du kannst yeah i don't know if that's how you- i do not know close-ish uh yeah, the first two though I was said yeah yeah I could I could see Machi Koro beating out Cold Express, uh just in terms of its overall uh I mean I at first I thought these were the Kinderspiel DR nominees because they're both simple games they, these they two. are because we I think in terms of, of them as kids games yeah but I don't know why you'd think of a train robbing shooting <laughs> game as a kids game with I, Cold Express but I'm a apparently person. yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of you know my kids watch spaghetti westerns and and you've trained your kids to be pickpockets. That's true. Yeah, with you do your best, got to pick a pocket or two, <laughs> boy. Song every night. That's nice of you. And then we talk about building cities. Yes, know, they're going to get their civil engineering degrees by but, the age of ten. But only if there's dice rolling involved to see if those cities pay. Those Isn't buildings that how pay. civil engineers work? Yes. I always, sometimes I get that impression. Just a roll of dice. Underpass, overpass, and no, no, we're just gonna put a freeway through there. <laughs> That's a four-way stop. That's a four- <laughs> speed bumps <laughs> on the uh, highway. Yeah, no, they. Those are those are interesting choices for the the main award. Yeah, and I yeah they they have. It's nice because they are both games you could play with a five-year-old. They are that, yeah. and that's the, my issue is I play all my games with five, five and seven year olds. So to me, yes. they're all if I can play with them, it's a kids game. Yeah, but it's not. Those are I played Machi Kuro this weekend with uh, grownups, grownups, <laughs> and it it got mean. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh right, okay, this game does have some meanness that I don't pull out with just the kid. Yes. Whereas you, when you're building the TV station or one of the other ones where you end up taking their money mm-hmm. and it gets a little bit more, it's like Battleship. It's, it's great with kids and yeah. it's vicious with adults. And I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause with Cold Express too, we played just adults yep. and it, it was still fun. Yeah. It's a fun game because it's a game where bad things happen to everyone. And you just have laughs. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not your fault that your plans didn't work. Yeah. So you're okay with it. So not super complicated, but they capture no. the heart of what it makes a good game, which mm-hmm. is just you. Everyone has a great time. Yes, and nope. Cold Express also has a beautiful game board. That's true. With the three D train and the things, you cannot the, love it. It's very visceral. Is that, we oh, we were just talking about the expansion. Um, oh, I'm of, so excited about the expansion for Cold Express. Yes, <laughs> which we should and I, I need to try the Machikoro expansions, which I haven't yet. No, I'm looking forward to those now, though. So yeah, I now get Machikoro yeah. lust that everybody had. It's, I was like, ah, and okay. It's yes, nice I too because they're, they're both games that aren't, uh, they don't have a huge price tag either, no. which is nice. There's not a billion minis in it. No. You, know, you don't need a Kickstarter campaign. It's not a $120 game. No. So you could pick up both and uh, and be playing them, you know, 
on the weekend right away. That's yeah. a nice, uh, exactly a beautiful thing about them. You're done. You've picked it up. You went to the store. You bought it. You came home. You've set it up. You played four games of it, put it away, and made dinner before you set up for Armada. Yeah. You know, like it, it's that kind of a <laughs> before you figured out how the movement tool in Armada works. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty good. That's important. And then the the kids, the actual uh, Kinderspiel, they are uh, nominees. I hadn't. I don't know. I looked at them and I thought, eh, I don't even know if I want to play these with my kids. The yeah. push push a monster, um, uh, shots robots, and Spinderella. And I'm not a big fan of generally of dexterity games or of. I've they, seen they your dexterity, of, yeah. So yeah. I can understand why you wouldn't like them. Or I don't know, kin, kids. Again, well, I think of Cold Express and Magic Coral as kids' games, and the other stuff is almost just now, too. Now, to be fair, you've also played Power Grid with your seven-year-old. Yes. So you might be going from a different place than a lot of parents. I yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, I do and play your, your seven-year-old also plays Netrunner. Yeah, your five-year-old is is just pushing past Candyland. She is. Yes, uh, but I think she'll by the time she's six and a half. Oh, I give her firmly. six months. Six, six yeah, months. Yes, exactly. She'd be like, let's play Twilight Imperium. Oh, no, she's getting she's getting obsessed, and she wants to play the big games. Like, yeah. She'll play Ticket to Ride-ish. Yes. Or, you know, we play a lot of whatever game-ish. Yeah, you've done a good job stripping down rules to the bare minimum so they can play some games, like yeah. Carcassonne, where it's like, exactly. just build a village. Yeah. Don't worry about point scoring and no, where you're placing your guys. Just do stuff. Yeah, match the tiles up and... And that's enough for them. Way better than Candyland. But and that's why some of the I mean, I I think you you know, yeah, when I look at the kids' games, I think, okay, that would still be fun, but it's not the first thing I reach for because I think the shelf life for us will be really limited. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I might get a couple months out of it before she's bored and wants to play Kingdom Builder. If if someone knows of a great kids game that can scale up and you might might last yes. they should they should let you know they should add, they should get in contact with you at epic gumdrop at epic twitter. gumdrop on yes. twitter that's amazing is it at epic gumdrop it is it's, it's on twitter yes and people can get in touch with you that way they have to go on the internet though uh yeah i know but they can do it from their phone no no people can't do that yet no can that's that's crazy no. technology you and your space age <laughs> i'm sorry i'm living in the future man the uh what was the one uh we went to at that that brick and toy fair where we were at my yep. we where we got machi koro she was totally obsessed with the pandemic expansion because she saw a pandemic box and was pandemic because we've been playing that with her yes in our modified way yes and yeah it was everyone's looking at her like you're, you're five yeah yes to be fair, uh, that would be fun to hear her shout that out she was very excited she's she's adorable just recognizing <laughs> yes any, the, look at the rainbow child yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then the uh, that was on our way back from hitting the uh, EMP down in Seattle. Yes, um, where in a non-board game way, we went and checked out the uh, indie game revolution display they had there, mm-hmm. um, which we we went through with all the other stuff like the Star Wars costume stuff, yeah. which we were like, Meh. and then I, that which is blasphemy to most people. But yes, we we ripped through everything else, and then we got to that, and we we're like, oh my goodness, this is we just got lost we're home yeah it was so much fun they had uh i'll post these on breakingdads.com uh links to some of these if you some of these are in i guess still alpha yeah um some of them have like these are indie indie games yeah some of them uh nidhog is a just a super crude 
you two player and it took him we didn't read anything so we just went into them because yeah. i was like okay that's the way let's you... start pressing buttons yeah yeah and so it's these two guys with you know fencing swords and you're like super super you know ape graphics and my son just walks over and goes and skewers <laughs> me and blood spewing everywhere ape blood yeah <laughs> so it's not it's not no, no it's not it, i was like what is this game because normally yeah, in those games, you you have a weapon and you go past your second player, and of course you can't kill the other player. Yes. This one, that's expressly the purpose. That's uh... <laughs> so you chase each other around doing that until you. He ended up winning at I guess quote unquote winning, and some <laughs> some like big dragon thing comes and eats you. <laughs> it's insane, but we had a he that I think that was his favorite. That's pretty fantastic. We any game where a seven year old can destroy his father is a good game. It was so absurd. Yeah, it, that was a purely absurdist game. I really like the yeah. just what that brought to it because you're just, if you don't know and you just hit it, you're like, what is this? <laughs> um, so that was the seven year old's favorite. And then my favorite was uh, a, a beautifully Canadian titled and a, and a Canadian game called Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Every time you tell me that title, I've got Lovers Bruce Colbert in a, in a dangerous space time. So much fun. Uh, Asteroid Base Games puts it out, and I can't wait until this is released. Um, their their little blurb is, uh, and they have a video on their website worth checking out, but they say, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, it's cue music, is a frantic one or two player couch co-op action game coming to Xbox One and uh, Steam, PC and Mac. Explore the colorful galaxy in a massive neon battleship. So it looks like a giant Death Star right? with a cutaway view uh, where you work together to control manning turrets, lasers, shields, and thrusters. Sounds super complicated, but it's just the cutest little cartoony. Right. And so it's like Space Cadet, the board game in video game form, except you're not doing abstract things to do the you're, things you're literal. doing the things. Yeah. It's like you're going through a Pac-Man maze to get from one section of the ship to another. Right. And you're just like running frantically and you're talking to the other person like, get the turret, get the... And you're blasting around just a super simplified abstract space and this giant thruster that kind of wobbles you around. Nice. And you have to collect bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> it is so ridiculous and cute. That's the best part. <laughs> I I could not have had more fun playing it. Like, I just l absolutely love this game. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out when it comes out. I Even as two adults, I can't wait for us to do a let's play on this. I'm excited. I'm excited. Cause too. yeah, it just filled my heart with glee to play. There's some games that just do that. I, neon spaceships, uh, turbo lasers and bunnies. I mean, and that's bunnies. a combination that I totally, I didn't know I needed, but you, now you I absolutely need, I need it in my life. Oh, and, uh, my wife and my daughter, they got, uh, they were playing this one called never alone. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, the, the quote they have on that one is, uh, they paired a world-class game makers with Alaska native storytellers and elders to create a game, which del delves deeply into the traditional lore of the Inupiat people to represent an experience like no other. N never alone is their first title in their exciting, uh, new genre of quote unquote world games that draw fully upon the richness of unique cultures to create complex and fascinating game worlds for a global audience. And yeah, they, they do that. Yeah. It is. I've seen video of this one. It's pretty too. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. We with walked the up snow and the wind. And we're like, what are you playing? Yeah. And they're, they're bracing against the wind mm. and it's so atmospheric. Mm -hmm. And we, I, I was skeptical. I was like, well, this doesn't look like fun. Like yeah. it just looks, it looks bleak, but beautiful. Yeah. And we sat down and my son and I just disappeared into it. It was so, you know, he was the, I think it's a, if I remember, it's a fox. And, and then yeah. the little girl, I believe it is. Yep. 
and you're running along together and it's there's not I believe it's a husky dog isn't it oh maybe that's what yeah. it, there's not much going on yeah. though and you just get sucked into this little yeah. world it's so gorgeous and it yeah it just captures that the bleakness of the north it's the arctic scavengers of video games maybe that's what it yeah. is <laughs> but but based on yeah i like that it was telling real stories yeah and uh i missed my I, I had missed the intro part where my wife was watching, but you know, there there's interviews with uh, elders and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, this is kind of uh, scratches at the power of video games to, to engage culture mm-hmm. in a bigger way. And you know, we were busy just having senseless space fun. Right. But then you come over here and you you get also get sucked into this and it makes you th- start thinking about these mm-hmm. things like the, you know, how harsh life was for people living in those environments. Yeah. And, or, or and still is in yeah. many ways but yeah that uh that's exciting when you see what small game developers can do when they have a great idea and they mm-hmm. want to tell a big story or do something more kind of profound than just a you know first person shooter or, or whatever or, yeah or just collect space bunnies yeah it's not uh just it's not shovelware it's not just here's another version of this yeah Ooh, they bought that they'll buy this this is people trying to tell something new yeah or do something new it's almost like between sociology and art you know, yeah. it's like, it's, there's a kind of, I don't know, it's interesting. I'm excited to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that it will be, but yeah, anyway. But you're, you're going to take that trip. I will go there. Yes. It will be a beautiful, beautiful trip. Um, what did they have? Uh, the floor is jelly. That was another cool right. one. Just, uh, it's going to be what you're expecting. <laughs> it was so, it's simple graphics, but like ridiculous just to even watch it being played. Um, and then so the, wait, <laughs> so what are you doing in the floor is jelly? Well, you just imagine it. The floor is jelly, Jeff. And so you're sinking into the floor or slipping on the floor? Bouncing, wobbly, okay. wibbly. Yeah, you just go watch a video of that way. I was just <laughs> like, it's so absurd. Same with uh, The Bridge, which is a sketchy black and white looking puzzle game, uh, which is just like a drawing style. I mean, they're just like visually you, you have to go and watch a video just to get right. a sense of what's going on. But very, very, very beautiful games. Um, yeah, it just, you know, went in there not knowing if what we're what, quite what to expect. There was a yeah. ton of stuff we didn't even get just to because, touch. Yeah, we had kids, so we yep. didn't stick. I wanted to watch all the indie gamer videos with the mm-hmm. developers and, you know, get it more into the, some of the concepts. But yeah. I think that still came through just in the games themselves. Mm-hmm. You really got a sense of the ethos of what they were trying to accomplish. And yeah, it was very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's nice. It seems like uh, the the video game development and board game development. There's a lot of parallels in in just how much content is out there, and that there's a lot of people approaching things from different angles. Yeah, uh, which is nice. So variety is is just exploding exponentially exactly. in terms of of what you can find out there to to fill your free time with. Totally. Yes. Yeah, and I like that board gaming is is going there as well. Yeah. Like this the. Um, like when we were talking about this week, uh, Evolution, mm-hmm. that board game where I kept looking at it, it just a segue right out of video game, right into board yeah. gaming again. Um, the uh, I kept looking at Evolution again and again and again, and then was reading a post on Board Game Geek by I think the developer, yeah, explaining the background of it. And it's a game I'd looked at, but I always went, I don't know, like it, I with a name like Evolution, I'm kind of expecting something more sciency. Maybe which which I feel is unfair. It is. Well, no, t- <laughs> I will preface this. I'm being completely unfair in everything I'm probably going to say about this, but it was my knee jerk. That yeah. was I thought. You know, again, my wife's an educator, and I 
I think about gaming and education quite a lot. Yeah. And I think my my brain immediately went there. And I thought, okay, how, this looks interesting. Is this an educational game? You want game? a game that just teaches how evolution works in a very concrete kind of way? Well, no. No. <laughs> and I, this is, you know, it's like I, I I don't know. I like games that combine concepts in a way that, like, like Power Grid, mm-hmm. you learn about, you know, you gain a weird appreciation of, oh, we have a supply-demand chain. You feed power to cities. Like, my kid right. walked away from that. I think thinking differently about that right and perhaps evolution will do that as well mm-hmm. um but there was a quote I, I i don't remember the exact quote but it was basically that he didn't put in too much scientific flavor text because he didn't want to make a pol- over overtly political game right he didn't want to politicize the issue of uh, surrounding mm-hmm. evolution mm-hmm. um and i i went well why <laughs> that that's my knee jerk though is that i i kind of was like yes i'm i'm very much want to games have that power to stir the pot a little bit and yeah it looks beautiful and i i'm going to have to try it because you said you would watch the playthrough and it looked a little bit more there's more going on in it than i first thought there was Hmm. um and i really liked the mechanics Uh, that being said i don't know i don't know with the game group that i tend to be with and you're you're in sometimes yeah i don't know if it would ever see the table right that's the other side of it i think that there's a lot going on in it. Hmm. It looks fun. The mechanics look fun, but it, it look it's a it's a long playthrough for for four people as hmm. well, and you know my group tends to to favor uh, quantity, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is nice, yeah, because we don't you know most of us are busy, yeah, <laughs> so we don't get together too often. What, what so with the being parents, yeah, it's, all the fun stuff that hard. comes with it, yeah. So uh, I think I would like it, but I don't know if I'd ever play it. Yeah. How's that for an answer on no. a game I haven't ever played? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm the same. I, and that's why I, I don't want to... It just got me thinking a lot mm-hmm. about the issue. I can't say if the game's good or not. I, no. But it, I, I would like to try it. But I had... It immediately raised all these questions in my brain about... Right. Yeah. What is the purpose of a game mm-hmm. called Evolution? That's a big name. And I, it was a rehash of an earlier game that w- sounded like it actually was. Yeah, more it was. It was created. The, the first version was made by pure education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how evolution works. Right, right. Which I kind of thought that might be the one for me. It might. It or it might. might be horrendous. Yeah, because it's I don't not know. A good game. Yeah, you have to have balance. You have to yeah. have outside factors that keep the game fun for everyone. Right. Because in real evolution you know the strongest win and that's it for the week yeah <laughs> so and i guess and would i want a game that's actually called delivering uh supply to the power grid right or would i you know again i was excited when i saw there was a bureaucracy round so maybe yeah. i would or would i want uh, a game that's like suburbia except it's just called municipal planning right <laughs> you drive to an office and you go and do yeah. a very oh, know, don't forget the time you go to job. you go to town meetings Right. Where you oh, hear yeah. people talk about your proposed zoning change. Yeah. Yes. That would be, yeah, the in-between. That'd be round three. Yes. <laughs> town hall meeting. Yeah, and then round four would be all the people who were upset that they didn't get to the town hall meeting Protests. on its time. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, we can't have a bar in this neighborhood. It's a family neighborhood. No. And you're like, no, it's not a bar. It's a whole thing. The game takes years. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I mean, I... Average playtime, four players, seven years. <laughs> Add a couple of years per player. Yeah. <laughs> so are, what 
are my expectations unrealistic? And yeah, yeah. And anyway, it's got me thinking a lot about that role of educational gaming. Mm-hmm. And it's something I, yeah, I'd like to get into more. See, I favor uh, more the hidden education in right. games. Um, like uh, you mentioned Power Grid before. I mean, it, it's a math game. It is. You're, you're doing tons of math. And that's the big one. But you don't ever think of it like math. Educators really get into that idea. Yeah. How do you bury the learning? And um, another one we just started playing was Friday. Yeah. Uh, the Friedman Freeze game. Love it. It's mm-hmm. such a fun little game. And it. my son's, you know, grade two. So he's really just getting his head around uh, negative numbers. Yeah. And Which neg- is a weird concept to learn. super weird concept. Because your whole scholastic life, they're like, it starts at zero and goes up. Exactly. And now somebody's telling you, you can go the other way. And he was asking his teacher, and he's in a split class, and she didn't really want to explain it to him. <laughs> so he came home, and I gave him, you know, the 30-second explanation. It's not a super hard concept, but it, it's abstract. Yes. He got it. But then we started playing the game, and he really got to practice it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's this. That's a great use of this game, yeah. is teaching negative numbers. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, Netrunner being a math game or Machikoro yep. being a math game. Yep. Those kind of games that have uh, learning, mm-hmm. but the game isn't explicitly a learning game. And no. those sometimes are the best. So maybe... Now we just need to find one that abstractly teaches long division and life is, <laughs> life is golden. Oh, I, it's, yeah. I, and I'm sure there's some of these games I'm sure are out there. Like it's, you know, like Friday. I would I be very interested. I would, if, if anyone knows of a game that that does a hidden job teaching long division please hit at epic gumdrop and let us know because uh i need that game in my house right now it's true yeah i i was thinking more about trying to develop games that are based around more sophisticated Mm -hmm. math but yeah burying it so deep in the game or making just it's such an integral part of the mechanic that it's it's there but not there yeah you know you're doing it and it's fun because the reason you're doing it is fun. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's the key. Multiplication with higher D dice. Yeah. You know. It's a tough mechanic because balance. Yeah. So it's you're trying to work these mm-hmm. things in and get get more complex maths mm-hmm. without scaring people off. Exactly. That's another big thing, though. If you add yeah. multiplication and you include a multiplication chart in your game, people will be like, eh? <laughs> why are we doing this? This is horrible. Mm-hmm. I just want a dungeon crawl. <laughs> so it's yeah it's a difficult bit so as an educator i don't know what there is for them mm-hmm. um i'm not as an educator myself but for educators anyway that's something yes. I, yeah if you have good educational games or games that have good educational mm-hmm. value definitely hit us up and let us know yeah i'd like to try more of them exactly think more about that because we like to have fun with our children but we like their brains to grow yes we're big on brain growth that's why I'm going to uh, spend the next few weeks learning Mage Knight with my son. That's going to be fun for both of you. <laughs> and Caverna. We're learning Mage Knight and Caverna at the same time. Because <laughs> so, I hate myself. <laughs> you know, for anyone else, I'd say it's possible. But for you specifically, <laughs> I'm not saying that you're bad at picking up new games. I'm saying you're oh, terrible at picking up new games. Once you have it, you have it good. You're yeah. down. The Caverna rules are nice. And I think... Yeah. Uh, I think Shut Up and Sit Down, they were talking about, a, a, they didn't name it, but they were talking about a, a game that had little pull-up bubble, Cartoon Man. Right. And I was like, I think that's Caverna they're talking about because they have uh, Ewa Rosenberg yeah. as a little bubble man giving info. And it, I was like, mm, this looks like a well-written set of rules. 
so far. That would be nice. Mage Knight, I've looked at them <laughs> and I was scared and, and so thought I might not be that old, but I'm almost too old to read four point font. I, I don't know what it is about you. You're a very smart man for the mm. most part, but you mm-hmm. get a set of rules in front of you and you start you start overthinking it to the nth I, degree. I've done technical writing. Yeah, I that's think that ruined me. Yeah. I think I just I see an error and I'm I get I'm destroyed. <laughs> I, I'm like, what? Ah, ah, I think there might be an error in the Friday rules in the designation of the A and B right. stacks. And I was like, uh, what? That's not confused. <laughs> My brain melted on a two page, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's what you get for being so, a cyborg right there. This is my main problem. Yeah. That and battery life. It's yeah. just awful. Worried about Blade Runners chasing you. It's a whole, <laughs> it's a oh. whole thing. That's the job title, right? Blade Runner. Is that, I think that's, is a, that what it comes from? There's probably a formal, another formal job. Or is that the androids themselves running? I'm not entirely sure. I don't know. They yeah. also have that at the EMP. I, I do ask you, do you dream of electric sheep or is it just battle sheep that you dream of? <laughs> Mostly battle sheep. Okay. They're electric battle sheep. Yes. That would be awesome. Orson Scott card reference for the win. <laughs> oh, no, it's Philip K. Dick, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Yep, it's Philip K. Dick. That's even better. It is. Yes. Yes. It, no, it, infinitely better. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like our listeners, if they haven't stopped, they probably should have. I think now. so. So yes. hit, us, hit us up with educational games and uh, follow me on Twitter to see yep. my failings as a mage knighter. Yeah, it'll be exciting. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> I'm so excited about these games, and I'm just so ill-equipped to learn rules. <laughs> but at least you get to, like, punch dragons. It's true. So you got that going for you. This yeah. is what YouTube is for. I will learn yes. via internet. So, yeah. Also, put me out of good tutorials. Yes. I've been watching those, and so far, I don't know. <laughs> You'll but, get there. Once you start pushing the cardboard around yourself, that'll... That's true. What, yeah. are we, what, are we, uh, what are we at next week? What do you have coming up on the table? Uh, for me next week, uh, not a lot. I'm hoping for more news on Arctic Scavengers, which yes. was supposed to be out by now. This wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't. End well, this is our that. second time referencing it today, so I'm very yeah. excited about that. But it has. I've it's. I've been informed it has gone to print. Ah, so <laughs> by your illicit sources, and <laughs> we're hoping. Yeah, yeah, because I want to play that. I just want to play it so bad. It's supposed, it, yeah. it was supposed to be out sooner than Essen. Mm-hmm. And I am. I'm competing in a Dice Masters tournament this week. Hmm. Uh, with, that'll be my first Dice Masters tournament. And I love that game. I don't know how good I am at it because I've only played with a seven-year-old. Huh. But I'm hoping I'm... I, I don't know. I, it'll be fun to see how terrible I am, yeah. as I guess. I have to play that, yet. yeah. And D&D Attack Wing is also uh, coming up very quickly for me. Hmm. Competitive play in that. So that'll be ex- interesting to see what the meta is like if it's cutthroat or casual at my local game store. Yeah. So we'll find out. I'll have fun either way. Yeah, yeah. But because um, I'm okay with losing. Exactly. You're you don't be- become a father you're if you're not okay with losing. <laughs> no. That's pretty that, well. That's on the, the job yeah. qualification sheet. So that's that's uh, that's what's occupying my game time. I'm excited to hear week. how those go. Yeah. What about yourself? What do you, other than... That's it. And Mage You've dedicated all your resources. For, yes. And more Netrunner. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, good. and Doomtown. I want to play more of that, too. I know. I'm getting really oh, into it. Oh, we need it. more hours, Jeff. Yeah. We need more hours. Hey, we should probably just stop podcasting right now and just uh, go, play, go play a game. I think we should go do that. Yeah, all right. Sounds good to me. See you guys later. Bye.